Hi, everyone. I'm Aaliyah Kemet, and welcome to Phenomenal Grit, career conversations for women of color. It's time to get intentional about why you are here. This podcast is all about winning, winning at work, winning in your career, and finding happiness and joy in the process. Each episode, I'll either be talking to an amazing and inspiring guest or sharing stories and lessons from my own personal career journey. It's time to invest in you with you. Let's get into it. Before I really get into today's episode, I want to say thank you to everyone who has been listening and sharing Phenomenal Grit. Today is episode number eight of Phenomenal Grit, and I am extremely pleased, really honestly moved by the response I've received from the school teacher who used episode three on increasing confidence as a lesson for her middle school girls class to the CEOs and career coaches who have reached out to say they're sharing episodes with their mentees and clients, the amount of women and men who have suggested Phenomenal Grit help them negotiate their salary warms my heart. The feedback I have received from so many of you sharing how the podcast is motivating you to show up at work with confidence, with tenacity, with boldness, with quiet swag, with grit, of course, is tremendous. And I am full of gratitude. If you have left a rating or review, extra thank you. I'll just share two quick reviews because they make me so happy. One listener says, Phenomenal Grit is an amazingly powerful and inspirational collection of conversations led by one boss lady with other boss ladies. Each of the podcasts have energized me with the honest and real discussions that present nuggets for lifelong success. Another listener says, As a working mom trying to find her way, I couldn't appreciate the wisdom, honesty, and empathy of Aaliyah's podcast more. It's aspirational while still being clear and tangible, a truly incredible balance to master. This podcast covers topics that are incredibly relatable, and I consider it a must-listen every week. Thank you for gifting the world with your wisdom. No, thank you. Really, I am truly grateful for the responses. So many of you are connecting with the purpose of Phenomenal Grit. To my international audience, while I am just thrilled to say I have listeners in the UK, China, Kenya, and many other countries, but I have to give a special shout out to the listeners who come back literally every week from Ireland. I don't know who has shared Phenomenal Grit in Ireland, but Ireland consistently has the second highest percent of listeners after the US, and I am just so tickled by that. Thank you, Ireland listeners. Hit me up on Instagram at Phenomenal Grit. So before we get into the lesson of today's episode, which is surround yourself at work with people who believe in you, I want to level set a bit with why I wanted to have a podcast that celebrates women of color and career in the first place. And I want to talk about the intentionality behind the word for in career conversations for women of color. I've been working in corporate environments since I started interning for Nike 25 years ago. When we talk about climbing the corporate ladder or hitting a glass ceiling, I've climbed that ladder and my fingers have touched that ceiling. I've been the first of and the only more times than I choose to count. And I've always had to be excellent to just be, to just be not kind of good at my job, not well, great. 
She met those expectations. No, I have always unfailingly needed to exceed expectations to reach the next level, to be given the spot. And honestly, this isn't just my experience. From my experience and the experiences of many of the women of color, you have heard so far on this podcast, being excellent is and has been the only option. You just can't be mediocre. You can't be the person who is friends with the right guy or look the part. There's only room for killing the game. Being excellent, that is. And sometimes that isn't enough. I've actually seen excellent women of color just not make it for a myriad of reasons, none of which was their ability to do the job well. And as a black woman, this is not just my experience. This is our story, our story. This is our undeniable truth. Men are judged based on their potential and women are judged based on their past experiences. There are several studies that prove this. A study published in the journal Frontiers in Psychology revealed bias in employers judging potential male and female job applicants. Researchers reveal that for managerial positions, male job applicants were judged by potential while women were evaluated based on past performance. So this basically means you have always got to be reaching new heights. You've always got to be winning and excelling and proving that you can do the job before you can get the job, which is not the case for men. Researchers say that unfortunately, this unconscious bias hinders employers' ability to see potential leadership skills in female candidates and limits their prospects to fill certain roles. Well, the unconscious biases experienced by women of color are tenfold. Until there is an even playing field, these issues have to be discussed. And I want Phenomenal Grit to be a safe place to share the wins and challenges of the journey. Working harder shouldn't be the answer. A level and fair floor needs to be a given first. And so we have to push this topic, even if it makes people uncomfortable or upset. This has always been my point of view. So when I started releasing the podcast, and got feedback that I was too outspoken on this topic. Now, yeah, I did. That put me off a bit. A few people said, Aaliyah, you really shouldn't be talking about race and work. The implication was that discussing race at work and the challenges experienced by women of color would hurt my career. Hmm. Well, I'm like, are you kidding me? So far, I think I've been pretty mild on the topic. If you feel that way now, wait until I'm like at episode 50. Your whole world might be wrecked. Truth is hard, huh? No, it, it's actually, it's, it's not. It's, it's not that hard. I believe not discussing truth hurts all of us and standing with women is actually healing for all of us. Are we going to hit on some things that are uncomfortable? Yeah, I think so. But if not now, then when? We are experiencing a time where people are adopting hashtags as performative activism. And while don't get me wrong, I think hashtag Black Lives Matter or hashtag Stop Asian Hate builds awareness and is therefore a value. I have to ask myself, what are you really doing to bring about change in the face of injustice? How am I really helping my sisters? What actions am I taking to help women grow their careers 
therefore their income, and ultimately improve life for themselves and their families. Now we're talking. I can only work with what I've got, and this experience of being a black woman in corporate America, correction, a black, visibly Muslim woman in corporate America, leading large teams and creating business impact, that's what I'm working with. That's what I got. And this is the spirit of intentionality that is behind the word for in career conversations for women of color. Not to exclude other women, but I was very clear and intentional about that word for. Phenomenal grit career conversations for women of color. For is both a battle cry and a love song to these women who walk on an uneven floor who I believe needed the most. And now, today's lesson. Today's lesson is about surrounding yourself with people who believe in you. Surround yourself with people who believe in your ability to succeed at work. Now, you may be thinking, well, the people are the people. I don't mean people who just think, well, look at Jenny. I'm just picking a fake name, right? Okay, Jenny is a fake name. All right, look at Jenny. She does her job. She shows up. She meets expectations. Jenny's a keeper. No, I'm talking people who say, look at Jenny. Do you see what I see? Someone recently asked me what I thought about someone where I work. This person was influential. The person who asked the question. They didn't see the how great we'll, we'll keep with Jenny. How great Jenny is. They said, well, she seems kind of average, but she has a really great reputation. Aaliyah, what do you think? I didn't just say, ah, Jenny. Jenny is great. No, I said, Jenny is great. She has so much to offer the company today and in the future. She is an extremely strong performer, but it isn't just that. She took what she learned in one function and applied that learning to make a transformational impact in another function. And she did it with speed and accuracy and a great attitude and documented everything along the way. And what that tells me is she could do that again and again and again and again. I see endless possibilities for her and it doesn't hurt that people love to work with her. And that is what I think of Jenny. Do you think I believe in Jenny? Oh, you bet I do. Having people in your corner who believe in you the way I believe in Jenny is critical to your success. You need to identify who those people are. Take inventory of the people who believe in you at work. You might have to ask some people what they think of you if you don't already know, but I promise this will be a very helpful exercise for your success. When I think back to earlier in my career, I can identify a lot of people who believed in me. And unfortunately, at the time, I didn't have any real clarity about this at that time. I just thought of them as mentors, but today I think of it differently. So I want to tell you about one of them, and his name is Rich D'Amico. Rich was a senior leader in the marketing organization at Ikea, and I met him when I was pretty young, and over the years, he really pushed me as I grew in my career at Ikea. He used to ask me the most difficult and challenging questions about my marketing plans. Even when I thought there is no way he could have another question, he would say, well, Aaliyah, what other ways did you think of to meet the goal? Or sometimes, how do you feel about that, Aaliyah? And by this point, I'm thinking, like, because he's already asked me like a ton of questions. 
I don't want to talk about how I feel. I just want to do the work. And he would still push me. And I mean, like when I thought I was done, he would challenge. And he always did it with a powerful sincerity and caring. There was so much respect in that exchange. Rich was truly the king of questions. And I know now that this approach really has helped me today. Not only did it teach me to turn over every corner, but it taught me how to ask the right questions as a leader. So this past December, Rich unexpectedly passed away at the young age of 65. And when one of my close friends, Mary, called me and told me, I was absolutely devastated. I hadn't talked to Rich in a while and it shook me. And really many of us, many of the people that have worked with him, it shook them as well because that was the kind of guy he was. He was really just that kind of a person who leaves an impact. So when Mary told me, I remember I called my mom and I was so sad. And I said, I said to my mom, I said, do you remember Rich? Now, you know how you know what you really think about someone at work? It's through the eyes of your personal friends and family that know and love you. Because I have mentioned other names and my mom's like, "Mm, oh, yeah, we don't like them. (laughs) It's crazy because, I mean, she's only going to know what I told her. So I say to my mom, do you remember Rich? He passed away. And the first thing my mother said was, of course, I remember him. He really believed in you. And he did. This is a person whose belief in me could be felt then and now, years later. And I tell you, I'm not the only one. It was his sincerity. It was his genuine hope that others would be successful and achieve their goals. If you don't have someone at work who believes in you in this way, like Rich believed in me and so many others, you need to find someone like that. Another example comes from my early experiences at Ikea as well. This really was a critical point in my career right before I went from being an individual contributor to a leader of teams. And it's about a lesson I learned from Leontine Green Sykes in 2008. So, you know, I cannot wait to have Leontine on the show. She is a leader who I still consider to be one of the most inspiring and impactful leaders I've ever known. Leontine was leading a campaign called Embrace Change. And the objective of the Embrace Change campaign was to use the increased media attention in Washington, D.C. surrounding the historic presidential inauguration of Barack Obama to highlight how IKEA's low-priced, high-quality home furnishing solutions are relevant to all Americans, encouraging them to embrace change in their homes. So Leontine was working on the launch of this guerrilla event for IKEA to take place just prior to the inauguration and to garner attention for the message and really give it cultural relevance, we chose to physically demonstrate that. We use the incoming president as both inspiration and illustration. There was a replica of the Oval Office in Union Station that showed thousands of commuters and visitors how IKEA would furnish the most important room in the world, the Oval Oval Office. We staged a fake presidential motorcade to look like President and Mrs. Obama were moving into the White House with IKEA furniture. I mean, it was epic. And this was Leontine's market and it was her campaign. But during this critical planning period, she had a vacation that was already planned to travel to Egypt. 
And did I say this was like a critical time period? Yeah, I think radio still needed to be completed and out of home and like a digital landing experience. So there was still work that needed to be done. You know, it it needed to keep moving. Well, she briefed me on the entire project and she had a handover meeting with the agency. And I was like, oh dear, oh my goodness, it's because it's a really big deal. And Leon's team was already a very impactful and significant leader in the marketing organization. And at the time, as I mentioned, I was still an individual contributor. So I will never forget what she said to me. And it has really shaped how I coach the people I believe in and that I work with to this day. She said, I wouldn't ask you to do this if I didn't think you could. Make the decisions. Make the calls. You are in charge and you got this. She said, you will make decisions. And even if I come back and the decisions you made might not have been the exact ones I would have made, I will not undo your decisions. You got this. And don't call me while I'm in Egypt. (laughs) Listen, that campaign went on to become the most successful campaign in the brand's history. It was huge. And she came back from Egypt and we finished the campaign together. Even though she could have just said, well, okay, I'm back now. Go on about your business. She's an exceptional leader. And I can't wait to have her on the show. Like I said, as a guest, Leontine went on to become the CMO of IKEA, the chief marketing officer. And shortly thereafter, I was promoted to lead media for IKEA. And when I tell you it is important to have people you work with who believe in you, it's because I've had it. I have been it and I know your train is slow moving without it. When I was in my 20s, I got some really good career advice that relates to this and I want to share it with you now. I was told, don't work for someone that doesn't believe in you. And I mean, believes in you with the fullness of your potential. Some might think, well, you don't pick your boss and I'm telling you, you do. If you have a boss or even a one-up boss that doesn't believe in you, You have two options, make them believe in you or find yourself another role. You will never reach your full potential if you work for someone who doesn't believe in you. But first, you need to make sure you are establishing enough wins to instill their belief in you. Episode three touches on this. If you find you don't have that belief and you aren't able to turn that relationship around, it's time to find a different situation. I apply this to how I lead as well. I don't hire people. If I don't believe in their ability to create impact and I will not keep people on my team long term if they do not make me believe in them over time through coaching and development or by achieving wins. This is important because good leaders will invest in people they believe in. They will go the extra mile. They will grant you visibility and opportunity. But this won't happen if they don't believe in you. If they choose to keep you around, that's really the extent of what you're going to get. Hanging around on the slow boat to nowhere. Finally, and my last point about surrounding yourself with people who believe in you is never make yourself small for others at work. When you are winning, when there are people who believe in you, who will champion you, there will always be someone who wants to bring you down or pushes to make you small to make themselves big. Ugh, I, I can't right now on this one. Like I might come back to it because it really deserves its own episode. But know this, it's not you, it's them. 
there is a quote from Cicely Tyson that really puts this best. The great Cicely Tyson. Just such a remarkable, amazing career and defied every kind of uh, confrontation, racist, misogynist, hater experience. Um, let her words light the way. She said, the moment anyone tries to demean or degrade you in any way, you have to know how great you are. Nobody would bother to beat you down if you were not a threat. Be clear about the people who are threatened by you and surround yourself with people who see your light, those who want it to shine, those that will support you and uplift you. They are there. You might just be missing them. Ask them what they think of you and how you can be better. Find the people who will champion you the way I championed fake name but real Jenny. I am cheering you on. Phenomenal Grit Career Conversations for Women of Color is both a battle cry and a love song to women who walk on an uneven floor. Until next time, no grit, no pearl. You've been listening to Phenomenal Grit, Career Conversations for Women of Color, and I'm your host, Aliyah Kemet. Please subscribe to Phenomenal Grit wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and follow Phenomenal Grit on Instagram. No grit, no pearl. Thank you.